everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ranma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 325. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. Psst, you're live. Hello? Don't tell me Comcast got her too. Did we lose her? She must have muted herself. Wild Spice. I hate it when that happens. Yeah, I blame the damn... I I blame the damn Skype gods for that shit. But maybe she'll hear us now. And why am I getting all these... Okay, Skype froze on her. Because of course it did. Yes. Didn't I say before, blame Skype gods? Wow. So, anywho, we are live tonight, week of August 29th, 2017, here on the Vogue Network. We are uh, here Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, but replays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merc, XChat, Chatzilla can use IRC, that game search.net. Chat room is Vogue, V-O-G. Or you can head on over to AnimeJamSession.com slash Vogue Network, where there's information about the Vogue Network and some of the podcasts. And there is an IRC link. If you click on it, it'll bring you directly into the chat room. And we're also on Discord. Head on over to vognetwork.com slash Discord. And if you have the the chat client, you'll get the invite and it'll bring you right into our Discord server. If you don't, you can just play along and and join us right from the web. Can't complain about that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. And who is... Huh. That's interesting. What happened? No, uh, Discord is telling me um, I have add friend and I'm looking here. Oh, okay, there we go. And I'm like, where is this list of people to add to friends? And now I see it, and there we go. Okay, so now we got all that together. Uh, Wild Spice will be joining us shortly. Um. And Edgy Dogami is saying that there is no sound, but now there is sound. I sometimes you gotta understand. Right after we do our pre-show, there is like about five seconds of dead air of me transitioning over to set up the recording and let it go. Pun not intended, but we're good now. And if you notice, the audio quality sounds so much better, doesn't it? Uh huh. Yeah, I finally went out. And got myself that new replacement mixer. But we'll get to that in just a bit. We're going to go back and forth with how was your week? How was your day? Um, as soon as Wild Spice gets back and joins us, she will tell us about her week and day as well. All right. Let me um, pull this up. All right. All right, Ari, how was your week? How was your day? Uh, it was mostly, you know, work-related stuff. On Friday, I was given a double shift at work. Only, the only problem is that the uh, supervisor was running it, doesn't know his ass from a hole in the ground, so I, I ended up hate. getting 
jobbed out of like half of my breaks. So don't you? I was not that. a very I was not a very happy, happy camper. Don't you just hate that shit? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, Saturday I hang out with a friend of mine and we ended up watching the Death Note movie, the new one that was made on Netflix. What did you think of it? I knew going in that a, that uh you know we, I think we had covered it before at mm-hmm. one point that it was you know purely American made and uh that the original creators were on board for it and stuff as in they uh, gave it their approval you know you know what I mean but well, um yeah. it was okay I mean like they're I didn't like how they, like how they portrayed L. I mean, I think they kind of tried too hard with him. I do like, I did like um, Ryuk. Well, that's good. And I, was, and I was going back and forth with my friend as we were watching it, and I go, "Hey, you know, I I know how they could make Ryuk come off as a lot scarier." Mm. And if they got Gary Busey to play him. Oh God, no. <laughs> that was about his reaction to Why would you do that? <laughs> he kind of looks like Ryuk, doesn't he? <laughs> no. Well, now that you think about it. Fuck. God damn it, Ari. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, we actually watched the Death Note anime, starting with the uh, episode where he, or Light takes a potato chip and eats it. Mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, snarking on all that. So, good fun. Um, tomorrow night, I'm going to my a fantasy football draft at my friend's house. I don't know the first goddamn thing about fantasy football drafting. I only kind of tangentially pay attention to a football unless if the Eagles are doing anything worthwhile. And uh, at least the league is free, and it's just between a handful of friends, so it's not going to be that big of a deal. Well, you can always, like, Google search uh, information about fantasy football, and whoever you're doing it can always help you out. Yeah, like, everyone else is like, like, I'm pretty much there just, you know, hey, we need, we need, like, ten people for this, and, you know, nine are already signed up, and like, oh, all right, fine. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how things have been going for me. All right, that's good. Okay. Well, my weekend day has been interesting. I went out to a party Saturday night, and it was pretty good. Can't complain. Mingled, met some new people. Um, I actually finally went out and got a brand new mixer, as you can tell by the audio quality. Um, I don't, as for the old mixer, I am giving it away to a friend who wants to get into podcasting and so forth. So I'm like... Well, maybe he could figure out a way to work with it till he gets rid of it. So, we have that. Um, let's see what else has been going on. Not much. Um, this rain is getting to me, and I'm kind of tired. Um, when they redid um, the walkway out here, they did, they thought it was even, it was leveled, but the ground settled. So, now there's, like, pools of water in front of my apartment, and that's not good with sneakers. Boots! fine sneakers not so much so there is like this industrial non-slip mat in front of my place the type of mat you see in um restaurants when you're working back of house and it's there and it's like and i'm looking at it stepping in it means i'm still in some water but not but it's not as much and i'm like 
that doesn't do me any good. It doesn't help. Like one me. of those non-slip floors that keeps people from, you know, slipping and falling when cooking and stuff. Yeah, not the floor, but the mat that goes on the floor. Yeah, the one, the, the circular one with the yep. holes in it. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. And yeah, so. Uh, hopefully when I get you to see the see the neighbors next door who owns this, I can kindly tell them to yeah y'all need to get somebody here to fit, actually put cement down and fix this so yeah and if everything is going as per what I want and if I play this particular track Somebody will appear. A wild, wild spice has appeared. Quick, Ari, get the Pokeball. I just pegged with my master ball. Ow! Ow, that hurt. <laughs> Good, hit Ari. Throw another one. Throw it at my computer. My computer is being a dirt ball all of a sudden. It's I have no idea what is going on. <laughs> I think you need your old man to fix it. Yeah, I need someone to look at it, because, like, all of a sudden, like, I tried to go into Chrome, and Skype, like, freaked out, so. Yikes. All right, so. All right, Wild Spice, tell us about your week and day. All right, so, my week has been pretty good. I switched my work schedule again, so now I work Sunday to Thursdays. Same time, like, at night, like I do now. But, um, mm -hmm. other than that, um, pretty much getting ready for us to do a walkthrough of the venue where Shikari Khan's going to be held next year. So we're doing that on Friday. So we're just kind of getting our ideas together so that when we go do our walkthrough, we can figure out where we want certain things to be in the venue. Y'all finally going to get it together? Yes. Get it so together. excited. Get it together? Yes. Good. Yeah, that that's really it. Nothing really exciting. <laughs> okay. And something interesting. Um, I went to log into the uh, Skype uh, on uh, my Surface for for Skype, and I forgot the password. I had to reset. I reset the password, and it asked for some information. I just put the date. I put to. I put a date down this year, and I couldn't get into Skype because I was under. I was too young according to them so now the skype anime jam session skype account is a child account under my main microsoft account and i had to go in and change the date i'm just like oh jesus and in doing so to prove that this is not a child i had to end up donating 50 cents to a non-profit or something like that i'm like well, well it's 50 cents so 50 cents is not going to break my back i am not that broke at least not yet. All right. Um, am I still coming in nice and loud and clear? Yeah. Yes. All right. Good, because when I fired up the mic, the um, the mixer, um, I was hearing background noise. I think it's from the fridge next right here, and it's coming up on on the recording. So I I decided to turn it down a little, so that should work. It's also coming in nice, loud, and crisp. We good. All right. So we're going to go ahead, take our first break, and when we get back, we got tons of last-minute news put together. Uh, special thanks to Mako-chan, who is not joining us tonight due to a family emergency. So 
Uh, she will get into that on, on next week's show. Uh, let's go ahead, uh, take our first break. And yeah, I hope y'all like some old school. So we'll be back. Let's go. 
Okay, let it, we're back. Um, we're gonna go ahead and cover some news. Uh, apologies for that uh, little brief delay. I got tagged in a Facebook post. And I needed to find out, all right, what's going on? What happened? What can I fix? And evidently the question, let's just say I can't answer it. So, that and me answering it will probably require me to cash in a few favors with the military and I am not allowed to do that. Okay, so... Um, before we get into um, the news, there's something I want to talk to y'all about real quick. Um, unless your head has been in the sand or in the dirt somewhere, um, the, uh, the Texas Gulf has been hit with a pretty bad hurricane slash tropical storm. It was Hurricane Harvey. It's now a tropical storm Harvey. Um, I have friends and family down there, and they're doing good. Um, but what I want to take this minute to say to, if you can, uh, please check out Salvation Army, Red Cross, whoever you want to to donate clothing, food, to whatever you can to help these people out. Because a lot of people have lost their homes, their families. A friend of mine, he got flooded out, so he's chilling in a shelter right now. So I, I my thoughts and prayers are with him. But also... If you head on over to Funimation's website, Funimation.com, they have a link set up for a fundraise for, fun, for fundraising. Um, if you head over to CrowdRise.com slash Funimation Hurricane Harvey Relief, which has been pasted in our Facebook page and in our chat room here, they are raising money for charity. And the best part is, the money you give them, they have eight different charities here that you can give. And what Funimation is doing, they're giving $10,000, and they're going to match the first 25000 raised through the campaign. So you can donate and give to the Red Cross, the SPCA of Texas, the Food Bank of the Golden Crescent, Doctors Without Borders, Team Rubicon, Texas Diaper Bank, United Way of Texas, and the Texas Voluntary Organization uh, Act, Active in Disaster, um, which I believe is something that's created by Funimation, so if you can, head on over there. Again, that is crowdrise.com slash Funimation Hurricane Harvey Relief. Every little bit counts, seriously. So if you can, please do. And if you can't, please take the link, pay it forward through Facebook, Twitter, do what you can. We got we got to help out. We all, we're all in this together. One team, one dream. Now, Let's go ahead and talk a little bit of Love Live here. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot to mention that I actually did a clean rebuild of my computer over the weekend. So, I don't have everything together, so music timing may be slightly off. So, <sighs> well, Spice, tell us about this Love Live escape game, please. Oh my gosh, so exciting. So, this you, you Love Live this, escape game... Escape the aquarium and find the treasure during Love Live Sunshine Escape Game. All the cool kids get their own very own themed escape games nowadays, so the idols of Numazu are getting in on the action starting next year. Awashima Marine Park, an aquarium in Numazu that previously hosted Love Live Sunshine events, will become the setting of the Escape from the Isolated Islands Aquarium game starting on March 19, 2018 and running until June 3, 2018. This looks really cute. I mean, they're all in detective outfits, so <laughs> it's adorable. Mm -hmm. In this real escape game by Scrap, 
players will use a puzzle kit and voice guidance app to explore the park and unravel the game's mysteries. Participants will visit the real Awashima Marine Park on Awa Island. In the experience's story, people will discover that the Accor's members are in trouble. The CD that they need for their performance in Tokyo the next day has been stolen. Classic idol problems. <laughs> In its place, they find a note that says they will have to solve a puzzle to uncover the hidden location and get their tracks back. The last boat off the island departs in the evening, and the idols are running out of time. Participants will help the girls find their music so they can perform. The new season of Love Live Sunshine will premiere in October, with the first season staffing cast. Now I wonder how many people, gonna, how many cosplayers are going to go out and make these detective outfits. I mean, they're not. I'm sure people are planning simple. them already. Probably. Yeah, right. Yep. They're so cute and so simple, and there's lots of plaid. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it, though. Idle detectives find your CD. I wouldn't mind a um, an idle detective anime. Maybe it's just. Love Live Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yeah, except instead of Scooby-Doo, we have Ruby, who just says her, do your Rubyist and find all the clues. <laughs> Sounds very Dora the Explorer-ish. <laughs> it's kind of a bummer, though, because this game, you have to kind of, you have to be in Japan, and you have to actually go to the marine park, so. Womp womp. <laughs> I'm in the chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Bob Coffey says, I can just hear Aozora Jumping Heart off vocal. This is sad. I can name most Love Live music by the melody. And, well, Bob, bro, let me tell you. I know people that are just like that. They can, they can, um... They they can they can do that. I know people who do that with Love Life Sailor Moon. I can write, I can do that with a lot of Ronma tracks. We all have that, you know. Uh, I adjusted the volume of the microphone so it's a little bit better. So hopefully that background noise does not interfere. Or else I'm just gonna be kind of annoyed for a little bit. And as for barely hearing the song, I want to, I always like the music having being faintly in the background to kind of set this tone. Of the, sh uh, of, the uh, of the article, and yes, Tiger Claw, there is a show tonight. I don't. Hi, Tiger Claw. <laughs> I don't recall saying that there wasn't. I said that there was a change in the show. There's last minute casting change. Yes, and again, the uh, Town Hall podcast will be next week. So save your questions for that. All right. Now I'll take this uh, next one. <sighs> This is, I think, this is a bit of a follow-up to an to a story from that we did last week on from Strange News in Japan about body odor. Now, there, what it is is a company that's ordering that's offering deodorant at a SKE handshake event. Now, the company is called Mandom. They make Japanese body products. They decided to give away some of its Gatsby Men body products at an SKE48 handshake event at Nagoya International Exhibit Hall on Friday. Um, 
The event marked the release of SKE's 21st single, Igai Ni Mango, which shipped last month. Mandem offered body sheets and sprays at the event. Fans that were going can take the items for their personal use for free. You can't beat free 99. It appears that Mandem offered deodorants in response to Twitter posts by, by SKE member Kaori Matsumoto. She reported that a female fan complained about the unbearable body odor of fellow fans as she stood in line for previous handshake events. And because of that, Matsumura recommended products to combat the body odor, including um, the, the body sheets by Gatsby. The giveaway may have been too late to prevent the body odors of problems at the Idols group most recent handshake events, but hopefully fans will take precautions in avoiding the bothering people around them in the future. And what's interesting is that fans of the series Kuroko's Basketball could try their own deodorant water that went on sale as well. Um, I think that should be happening more. I forget who originally brought it up, but someone like said like a long time ago that they should make badges out of like, you know, the little mm -hmm. like pine trees you hang mm -hmm. on like from your mirror in your mm -hmm. car. I'm sorry, what? No, I agree with you. Okay, I couldn't because... tell because I was only hearing like the <laughs> at the end. No, I was eating a cherry. Sorry, I was, oh, okay. I was kind of doing my Kakuini impression. But anywho, I don't know who that is. Uh, he's a character from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stardust Crusaders. If you go, if you YouTube Kakuini and cherries, you'll understand. Oh, oh God, I know what that is yep. now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um. Let's see. Uh. Because to be perfectly honest, if you if they did make um badges out of the out of the, out of those, it would be effective because most people that go to cons do not take that badge off. Or for all for all we know, they might end up, end up with the combined funk of the the combined stench of con funk and pine trees, Yeesh. or like lemons and ass. Yeesh. Yeesh. Wild spice, your thoughts? Yes, we need that. <laughs> oh no, I had I had run real quick to grab my food, and mm -hmm. the thing I walked into was deodorant water, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh man, that's what the article says: deodorant water. Deodorant water. I, I guess, guess that you just splash the water on you, and it works. I don't know. Can we hand that out at conventions? I think we should do that. That's I, a good I, idea. I think I think Old Spice should be sponsoring more conventions. Right? Yes. They should. Uh, maybe we get Terry Crews, you know, doing ads for them. Yes, yes, indeed. Yeah, that would get everyone to actually use it, or at least he can encourage them to shower as well. Mm -hmm. At the same time. <laughs> Scream at you until you actually get, like, wash the funk off of you. Right. Um, we moving on? Yep, we are. Cool. Can I take this one? Go for it. <clears throat> okay, Dark Horse is releasing an illustrated Yoshitaka Amano biography. <clears throat> Dark Horse Comics announced that its panel at Crunchyroll Expo on Saturday that it will publish Yoshitaka Amano Beyond the Fantasy, the illustrated biography. <clears throat> Flooring Gorge's a biography of artist Yoshitaka Amano in English. 
Pixel Publishing first published the book in France in 2015. Dark Horse will release both regular and limited editions, which is pictured above in the article. The, biogra- the biography itself will be a 320-page hardcover book, size 11 by 14 by 11 and a quarter by 9 and 5 sixteenths, similar to the softcover French. On its own, it'll be about 49.99. Hmm. In addition, the limited edition at 99.99 will include a softcover Paris sketchbook, two Vampire Hunter D lithographs, and uh, two lithographs from Vampire Hunter D and Final Fantasy VI, a signed and numbered card from Amano, and a Blu-ray disc. The Paris sketchbook is a photo essay of Amano sketching people in sites in Paris. The Blu-ray will have scenes from Amano's Paris trip, a talk between the artist and the author and a publisher, and a live painting session in Amano's studio. The videos will have audio in French and Japanese with English subtitles. The book will include over 100 of Amano's sketches and paintings, as well as over 80 photographs spanning his childhood, family, and work. The book covers his early work in anime and devotes sections to his studio and methods, work illustrating the Final Fantasy series and family life. <clears throat> Amano is most well-known for his con- contributions to Vampire, Vampire Hunter D and the Final Fantasy series, as well as his collaboration with the English graphic novelist Neil Gaiman on Sandman the Dream Hunters. He has been in the anime industry since he was 15 when he joined Tatsunoko Production and has contributed to many anime and video game projects, and he was attending Crunchyroll Expo. Yeah, as soon as I saw the uh, that picture of Locke on the cover, I think, oh god, like, because that's that's the first thing I think about when I think of Amano is, is his uh is that Final Fantasy six or three because it came out in SNES era. Mm-hmm. The Final Fantasy six players got had all of his all of his drawings of all the characters littered throughout the uh, throughout the book. And I love this work. It's you know, very easily recognizable. Yep, yes he is. I I've missed him a couple of when he was on the East Coast for conventions. I was just like, fuck. Oh eh, well, another time. Mm-hmm. Still, I'm not sure if I would pay hundred bucks for it because. That can go to some other shit, so... <laughs> you never know. Gotcha. Alright, let's see. What else do we have here? Um, Wild Spice, did you see Death Note? I have not seen the... I haven't seen the live-action one yet, no. Right. But you I've seen America Death fan. Note. <laughs> right. So I will ta- I'll take the next one, and Ari, you take the one after next. I know that'll put a smile on your face. Mm-hmm. I saw that one coming. <laughs> So that means you get the last one. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. So this is kind of co- slightly contradictory of what was of some of the things that I was discussed that was being discussed on Facebook. I've seen, but who knows? Things might just change. So what it is is that you might be seeing a couple of sequels to Death Note coming through. Not the anime. Not the Japanese live action, not the manga, but the Netflix film. And I will say my thoughts on that in a bit. The director of the live action film, Adam Wingard, explained in an interview with The Hollywood Reporter on Friday that he kept the film open for a sequel. Whenever when I, whenever I went to a Netflix initially, I pitched it at least a two-film series, maybe three. He went on to say that the first one designed as a, is designed as a closed loop as sequels are never guaranteed. 
On the subject of a potential sequel, Wingard said, at the end of the day, there is a lot of places to explore where to take light. And ultimately, the series is sort of almost his downfall as a character. This is sort of the beginning of it or the origin of it. There are definitely lots of places to go, and we know generally where we would take it. Hopefully people will watch it and Netflix will order a sequel. They are definitely ready to. They just need people to watch it. The movie premiered on uh, this past Friday. Um, in the original 2003 Supernatural suspense manga, teenager Light Yagami finds a notebook which he can put people to death by writing their names. He begins a self-anointed crusade against criminals of the world, and a cat-and-mouse game begins with the authorities and one idiosyncratic genius detective. In addition to the 2006 television adapt anime adaptation and tie-in specials, Death Note also received a Japanese live-action film um, that year called Death Note The Last Name. No, Death Note, then you had a sequel called Death Note The Last Name, and a spin-off called L Changed the World in 2008. A live-action television series premiered last July and ended that following September. A new film called Death Note Light Up the New World, described as a forbidden sequel to the first film, opened in Japan um, October 29th. The manga inspired a stage musical by Broadway veterans in 2014. Viz has released the manga, the live-action films, the anime, and other tie-in projects in North America, whereas Crunchyroll streamed the live-action television series. Now, let me say this. Whenever there is a live-action adaptation, things are going to change. Matter of fact, whenever there's an anime or animated adaptation of a comic or, an, or a manga, there will be changes. When there is a theatrical adaptation, there will be changes. The problem with this that I see where a lot of people have, they want to take the adaptation and compare it to the original and see how much of it is different. A lot of times you cannot do that. There was an article that was put out last year that says Holly, when Hollywood does these these um, premieres, these adaptations, it is not meant for the fans. It is meant for the average goer. Because if you put 10 people and let's say there is a, um, let's see, let's fuck it. Live action Sailor Moon film, 10 fans. Three or four of those fans know Sailor Moon Inside Out. The remaining six or seven know of it, don't really know about it, but is interested. Hollywood is going to cater to them so they for them to get the money. Because to be perfectly honest, I hate to say it, us fans cannot carry theatrical films. There's not enough of us to put money in to call for a sequel. And so there will be changes. And then the fans are going to bitch. Those who saw it will seek out the original information, the original series. And be like, oh, I see. So just remember, when there is a live action version, that is that is its own universe. Look at the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's it. all the there's lots. What's in there is definitely different from the comics. That's its own universe. The DC Extended Universe. There are things in there that are not same with the comics that's its own universe death note was meant to stand out on its own this movie it is not meant to be compared to the japanese films the anime or the manga yes they all take from the manga but it takes what it has and moves along 
That's what it boils down to. And and I and it pisses me off when I hear fans bitch and moan about it. I'm like, well, you should have known this going because they said it's going to be an adaptation. Did you really think it was going to be one to one? And me personally, I wouldn't want it to be a direct one because I it'd be too predictable. So then there's so much material to go through. Exactly. So y'all agree? Mm-hmm. I agree as well. Thoughts? It's a little disheartening knowing that you know the fans alone can't can't carry a uh, movie adaptation of an anime or something like that. Because the sad part is there's not enough of us. Yeah. And so, anywho, <clears throat> moving on. Yes, moving on. Oh God, the noise I made when I first saw this this image spoiled. Yeah, I I I, I, heard, I heard the one up theme go off somewhere in Jersey. <laughs> okay, it's official. Ash, Missy, and Brock are renowning for another short adventure in the Pokemon Sun and Moon anime. A scan from the Tadubi Kun magazine via Serebii.net reveals that the iconic troop will be meeting up in the September 14th and 21st ep- episodes. Apparently, Ash and Pikachu will take a short trip back to Kanto to meet up with his old pals. It also seems like we'll see the three of them. Actually, Ash will be battling both Misty and Brock in the Sun- Pokemon Sun and Moon anime. While we don't know all the Pokemon they'll be using, Brock will have a Mega Steel, so Misty will have a Mega Gyarados. So the uh, the hype is going to be Z-Moves versus Mega Evolution. Mm. Looking back, like Misty and Brock are Ash's first companions back in the very first anime released in 97. The three eventually split up and followed their own paths, with Ash still trying to become a Pokemon master. Unlike Misty and Brock, unlike Misty, Brock tagged along with him on some of his other adventures in the Hoenn and Sinnoh regions. There was that cameo from Misty in the Hoenn season as well. The two have been replaced in the Pokemon I Choose You film. <sighs> but it's good to see they'll be getting some spotlight in the Pokemon Sun and Moon anime. That's good. Though, I gotta say... Seeing these two in the uh, Sun and Moon art style, they, they look like plastic action figures come to life. Mm. Yeah, I'm not happy with how they look in Sun and Moon. I was like, what have they done to them? <laughs> the big joke is that they pissed away the animation budget on the last battle of uh, X, Y, and Z. Budget ah. cuts. Well, well, I know it got you know sent off to a different studio, but that's when everyone's saying, like, the uh, Ash versus Allen battle was so hyped that it, you know, killed the budget. <laughs> and every single Pokemon fan looked at that, looked at the end of that fight, and just had a. There was no middle finger big enough. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> your your reaction, your face when the biggest enemy you'll always have is the writers. Is that always the case? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I made myself sad about something I was really happy about. Fuck. But think about it. they'll be they're gonna be there for a couple of episodes, you know? And remember, it's always see you later because you know they'll be back. Come on now, it's just mm-hmm. one. Se- it's just one season. I don't think 
when the next Pokemon game comes out and the new and the new anime based on it. I don't think they're gonna be like, you know what? Let's get rid of Ash and Misty one more. I mean, Misty and Brock again. No, there's no, 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 no. That I'm still, I'm still peeved. They're getting rid of them in the movie. I'm like, the what? movies. <laughs> yeah, that's another huge contentious point. But here's the thing, though: the movies aren't canon. Um, uh... I'm telling you this from a 100% re reputable source from Pokemon. The movies are not canon. Are they like the DBZ movies or like yes. serialized? Something like that. Because if you think about it, hasn't Ash gotten some really powerful Pokemons in the movie and you don't see him with them in the TV series? He, he Yeah, but he's he doesn't like having like huge advantages. That's, still, that's why Tobias Tobias needed legendaries to defeat him. He didn't need legendaries to defeat Tobias. But still, if he had them in the anim in the, th in the movies, there will be references to those Pokemon in the anime somewhere. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, that's from a, re a respected source. The movies are not canon at all. Too bad, because... One, two, and three are my favorite. Well, I mean, I guess like, if you think about it, the DBZ movies, if you watch just the movies, you have a good idea of how the TV series is. I guess you can kind of say the same thing about the movie, about the Pokemon movies. This place is like a what if type thing, so it's mm -hmm. not a definite. All right. Yeah, we gotta move on, otherwise I'll be here all night ranting about this. Pretty much. Um, Wild Spice, tell us about these numbers. All the numbers. Mm. Alright, so, Otakon finally... The numbers finally... don't lie, and they spell disaster. <laughs> eh, sort of. No, not disaster, but kind of like a wake-up call, sort of. So, Otakon has their official attendance numbers in, and their official attendance this year was 24,894. Otacorp Inc. announced on Tuesday that the total number of attendees for this year's Otakon was 24,894. The number includes those who purchased badges, as well as staff, dealers, industry, contractors, guests, and press. It also includes the Annie Song World Matsuri. Otacourt noted that the numbers was down from last year. Otacon 2017 took place from August 11th to 13th at the Walter E. Washington Convention Center in Washington, D.C. It was the 24th convention and the first year the convention was being held in D.C. Boston, Baltimore has hosted the convention for the past 17 years. Well, it didn't also, it didn't help the fact that BronyCon was going on the same weekend, so we know where the other 6,000 people went. Right, yeah. yeah, so that and Anime Expo wasn't that far ahead of that. Mm -hmm. So no, it was like it's about six weeks difference. About no five, about five weeks, give or take. Yeah, like um, they have a they would discuss this in the forum mm. section underneath the article, and I was just reading what people were talking about. All right, I I'm going to click in here and see. See now, yeah, now the first person says that that the numbers peaked in 2014 and then it dropped. The reason why the numbers dropped because Otakon capped the last couple of conventions, and they did. Mm -hmm. And also, from what I under, from what I understand from a lot of people, D 
They didn't like the fact it was going to DC. Some people felt it was not safe to be there. I was out there hanging out till about three o'clock in the goddamn morning in front of the convention center and the hotel with other congoers. How is that not safe? Yeah, I mean, it was it was a nice hangout spot, and like mm -hmm. the like the people around that area, they weren't bad. They were actually really nice. They were like, "So what's happening?" Like, and just the people that worked in the buildings were really nice too. So it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, um, obviously, Otakon, they, um, obviously they wanted to finish higher, but, yeah. I mean, that's, that's still okay for it, them being a move. I mean, also a lot of people just wanted to sit on the sidelines and see what happened after the move the first right. year. So, hopefully they'll be back yeah. for next year. Well, next year will be their 25th anniversary, so, you know, they gotta go big on this one. Go big or go home. And I think... Right. And overall, I know there was like a few people that complained, but 99% of the of what about Otakon was good. So I expect a, a bigger turnout to next year. I just want them to comp to compress the dealers room, artists out, all that in one section because that was just too spread out for me. Yeah, I was overwhelmed with how huge that was. I'm like, yeah, I can't walk this whole thing. <laughs> That's exactly how I was feeling. It's not that I couldn't walk it; it's just the shoes or boots that I had kind of made it uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I just was overwhelmed. I'm like, this is too much stuff. Which I'm not used to. Usually yeah. you go to a dealer's room and it's small and you're like, oh, it's the same vendors. Here it was like, oh my gosh, I I didn't even make it through the whole dealer's room, so. Mm -hmm. But uh, also with BronyCon being a different weekend next year, that should help as well. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, there's going to be some people that are going to stick around for one con, stay in the yeah. area, and then go to the next one. Uh, if you got money to do that, then by all means, do that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. I, 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 I can't. I legitimately can't. Yeah, I can't either, so. <sighs> so, anywho, um, let me update this real quick. And... No, I'll just leave it at that. All right, so. All right. What? Okay. Um. Ah, hold on. Come on. Don't mind me. I am grabbing the Skype computer. Okay. And now we are going to go live on Skype. Yes, yes, we are. All right. We are now live on Skype, so we are taking Skype calls. If you have any questions about tonight's program, uh, give us a buzz at Anime Jam Session. All calls are pretty much are kept at two minutes due to time constraints. So, yeah, that'll do. Um, and while we get that up and running, um, I believe we are going to do Strange News from Japan. It's that favorite time of the day. Uh, you know it. Let's see, what do we have here? Um, huh. Can I take oh. the first one? Yes, you can take the first one. <clears throat> Beautiful Japanese dessert looks like cube of crystal blue water only sold at a convenience store. Mm. Well, that's an odd juxtaposition. <clears throat> Gorgeous enough for the fanciest restaurant in Tokyo, this is actually available only from one of Japan's most popular convenience store chains. 
When it comes to food, Japan prizes both flavor and appearance, and that goes for desserts as much as anything else. But you don't necessarily have to wait in line at a posh patisserie or decades-old confectioner to get your hands on some Japanese sweets. That'll make your mouth water with their deliciousness and your eyes water with their beauty. The recently released sweet scene here, for example, might look fancy enough to be on the menu at an upscale Ginza Cafe, but they're both things you can pick up at any branch of Natural Lawson for just 2.99 yen, about $2.70. They're similar to Yokan, a tr traditional Zep Japanese dessert made with agar, sugar, and sweet red bean paste. Natural Lawson's Ramunekan and Lanakan don't use bean paste, though, so while they have the firm gelatin texture, their flavor and their appearance is totally different. Sold in the cooler section, these plastic cases get a little foggy from condensation. Still, the dazzling blue and yellow colors are apparent even before you open the container, as are the flecks of gold that decorate the top of the Ramune Con, which gets the first half of its name from Ramune, a popular type of bakery, vaguely citrus apple-tasting soda in Japan. The Lemon Ka, meanwhile, has a slice of lemon in the center. They both look intriguingly from above. They're actually absolutely fascinating when you from the side. <clears throat> Because they look like little crystals, or the, the blue one's case looks like a block of ice. Mm -hmm. Each has a meringue base, but their top sections are translucent, allowing light to shine through and bend in captivating ways. The Ramune Con is especially entrancing since it looks like a miniature glacier, or a tiny section of the sea, ocean floor, and all. And Lemon Con is no slash of the art either. They both have, have really citrusy sweet scents. They're both fairly firm. And you see a picture of them either with a fork. also means that with each bite, you're left with a new geometric shape to complain as you chew it. <laughs> Let's see. Lemon has the bigger flavor, and uh, slicing out the lemon is no problem, but you still have to make a cut to the lemon peel, which is kind of difficult. But yeah, these are some fa these are some fancy-ass desserts. I know. It kind of reminds me of that, that fancy clear gelatin dessert we talked about some time ago. Mm-hmm. Perfect for the fancy bastard in you going to Japan. Hashtag pinkies out. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Um, wait, they're saying that... What do you mean you can only hear just the music? Hold on here. Everything is fine on my end here. Hold, hold on. Same. Well, the settings are still the same on the old mixer that it is on the new mixer. So I don't know what to tell them. Something's messing up somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> Look. Gotta love technology. Yeah, I mean, it's the same freaking mixer. The same connections are still there. I have not changed much of anything. I'm at the point where I'm, I'm blaming it on other people or the server. You know, I will even check the playback later when I'm done. If it's, co if it's coming out fine on my end, then I... I really don't know what the fuck else to do. I mean, fuck, I got high-speed internet. That shit's going at 100-100 back and forth. And even with my porn torrents running, I still have plenty of bandwidth to give to everybody. So 
I don't know. I do know that I may have to replace my video card soon, so I haven't I haven't even had that thing a fucking year. So anywho, uh move on right along. Uh, let's see, what do we have here? Um Well it's my sick next one. Of course you give me the next one. Yes, of course I am. <laughs> Alright. Because father knows best. Uh, Where are the worst smelling public restrooms in Japan? Yeah. Actually, you could thank Mako-chan for that. Of course. This is our Thanks, Mako-chan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, folks. There's actually a list for this. Anyone planning to visit Japan in the summer better know which noxious lavatories to avoid. By and large, Japanese restrooms rank highly in terms of cleanliness with their heated toilet seats and power sprays for your undercarriage, not to mention the noise reduction systems. But they certainly aren't infallible, and if that delicate balance of cleaning manpower and usage is toppled, then it is not a pretty sight. Let's not forget to add in the typical Japanese summer which in urban areas is a sweltering, humid mess. This mugginess acts to capture and suspend foul odors so that they may swirl and mingle together like a school of herring. In an act of civic duty, the website Nikon Spa investigated several public toilets to find out which ones had the worst smell using a machine that measures odor intensity. However, since that only gives an intensity reading, it would also tell them a chocolate chip cookie factory was terrible smelling. So they also brought along a licensed odor judge to ensure pure awfulness. Oh, come on! There's an actual oh, job sake. called licensed o your licensed odor judge? Okay. <laughs> now you might be thinking, train stations are a shoo-in for this. But no, they didn't even crack the top five. When a Shibuya station restroom was measured, it only got a stink rating of 70. Take that as a baseline for how bad these other places are. So, number five on the list was office buildings. From Monday to Friday, office restrooms are usually in pretty good condition. However, on the weekends when cleaning staff's off-duty and many staff come in for overtime, things take a turn for the worst. Spa measured the toilets here at a bit, they have a picture of a business on a Sunday night where two days of errant urine streams and flatulence had built up to an eye watering crescendo. Ooh. As a result, it earned a score of 82 and should give us a renewed appreciation for all cleaning staff out there. Number four, service areas. I'd like to amend my previous appreciation by saying thank you to all skilled clean people. For example, service areas found along highways all over Japan are cleaned. If your idea of cleaning is connecting a fire hose to a huge tank of ammonia and just letting loose all over the place. While service areas may not have the typical foul man-made odors of most public toilets, the intense nose-burning and stomach-turning stench of ammonia hanging in the humid summer air nabbed it a 150-point rating, almost twice as bad as the office building. Number three is Shinjuku Golden Guy. Conventional wisdom dictates that the more alcohol one consumes, the less capable they become at using a toilet properly. So when Spa visited on a Friday night, the public toilets on the outskirts of this historic bar area were understandably horrifying. Urine and feces were readily found lying outside of their intended targets, free to emanate their scents. This all mixed in with the ever-present aroma of regurgitated alcohol and B.O. each patron built up after a full day in the summer heat. That got 180 points. 
Number two is outdoor music festivals. Despite enjoying the ventilation of being outdoors, these brave porta potties endure a wave of hundreds of thousands of people in a single day. And with no sewage system to back them up, music festivals add up to one massive gathering of human waste. Standing at the threshold behind that thin line separating tons of festering excreta and the band Five Seconds of Summer, Spa rated the stench a whopping 285. And number one was manga cafes. See, that doesn't surprise me in the least. It really don't. This might seem like an odd winner for the dubious honor of Japan's worst-smelling toilet, but these humble book repositories apparently pack quite a wallop in the dead of summer. Inside these narrow rooms with little to no ventilation, which also allow smoking inside, an entire microcosm of thriving mold frolicking along golden hills of cigarette tar can be found along with their associated scents. This is all despite the staff's best attempts to clean it just by splashing ammonia all over the place and then shutting the door to seal it all in. And finally, of course, the standard smells of your average toilet is the cherry on top. If you're lucky, you might also find some used enemas inside too. And there's a picture of some. Yay. It's a perfect storm of awful smells and managed to edge out the music festival by a single point with 286 points. Of course, with many of these places, there's a wide range of quality. For example, in some cases, service area restrooms are lauded for their clean cleanliness. However, if you find yourself on the streets of Japan and nature calls, best to play it safe and not duck into that nearby manga cafe. And you're in Shinjuku, you can even try massaging Mr. Sato and asking if you can use his personal cardboard toilet lined with garbage bags. It'd still be an improvement. You know what? I am so glad I already ate. I don't even think this list would make fucking cracked. Just no. Oh my <laughs> To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VOGNetwork.com, use the passphrase driver. Clearly they had time in Japan if they can take their light their official odor inspector person <laughs> and check this out. Oh my gosh. See, I'm actually following the linked article about the cardboard toilet. Perfect for those people who are under deadlines. And, yeah, again, I am <sighs> so glad I already ate. I was eating. I'm, I'm surprised that I have not puked. That was disgusting. <laughs> Wild Spice, you of all people should know... You should never it's you should never eat during strange news from Japan. Especially if you haven't read the out the um the no, the linear notes for the show before coming on. <laughs> I had finished eating prior to strange news from Japan. So. But you gotta give um, yourself at least an hour. Unless uh, you have a high unless you have a high constitution like me, then you only need like five minutes. Yeah, no, I have a pretty high gross tolerance, so that I'm just like uh, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. okay. On to something less gross. <laughs> food. <laughs> food. Now, it seems that Starbucks has started selling sushi. 
in their stores here. But they call they call it they call the sushi a burrito and a sandwich for some reason. What? Yeah. As the story goes, it's been a long time since Starbucks was strictly a place to go for coffee. At one time, Starbucks is where you went. Now it's like you can either go to Dunkin' Donuts because there are some really fancy fucking Dunkin' Donuts out there. You can have a coffee and sit down at the table and enjoy your Wi-Fi. Or those local cafes like Cafe Grumpy and a few other uh, nice ch chill um, coffee shops. But it seems that they're trying. They're really at new stuff, new food items, and non-coffee stuff, and they're tr they're trying to regain what they have, which I get. I totally get it. Now, even Starbucks has shown itself incorporating Japanese flares into its creations, such as in Japan, the Sakura Blossom Cream Frappuccino and Matcha Scones. I think they should release that to certain Starbucks where it's like a heavy Japanese flair in the this neighborhood or something. That would be awesome. So American Starbucks have this new lunch option which makes use of some of the Japanese culinary um, food. Trying to exp give it a proper name is a story within itself. The new item is exclusively at select Chicago branches and is described as a classic California chicken burrito with a twist. Now picture a, a small sushi burrito with chicken in it. That's essentially what it is. But some would say in order to call it a burrito, it has to be wrapped in a tortilla, which makes sense. But then again, we sometimes call things without bread on the outside sandwiches, you know? Which, yeah. I mean, look. KFC had that double down burger for a while. Oh, God. With pieces of chicken as the bread. Was it pieces? It was an actual chicken patty. I know. Deep fried chicken. Oh, God. I felt my heart as I ate that. But according to the picture, it pretty much is a sushi roll with white rice surrounding a variety of fillings and the whole thing wrapped in seaweed. And this is what they're calling it. Chicken Maki Roll. A classic California chicken burrito with a twist. The chicken maki roll is rolled in a sushi rice wrapped with nori. The roll is filled with slow-cooked shredded chicken, fire roasted tomato, tomato tea salsa, lime crema, fresh cucumber, and pickled cabbage with onions, avocado, and crispy onion. What? I feel like they're trying too hard. Yeah, yeah. I think they need to get. I need to. I think they need to fire the millennials behind this one, at least. <laughs> oh, God. In their defense, several of the, the ingredients in the chicken maki roll, such as chicken, salsa, the pickled cabbage, are things you would never find in an authentic Japanese sushi. But then again, vinegared rice and seaweed aren't traditional burrito components either. Calling it the chicken maki roll, which is classified as a sandwich in the company's press release, a burrito with a twist. It's sort of like calling a pizza a grilled cheese sandwich with a twist. Of course, you're the sort of person who spends a lot of mental energy thinking about Japanese linguistics. Please don't. 
Starbucks marketing is unlikely to impact your taste buds. Receive the chicken maki roll, but with both sushi and burrito, to having achieved the mainstream popularity in the U.S., the change choice of words is pretty strange. Now, I don't know if you've seen this, but there is a pizzeria in New York City that makes a special pizza with fried chicken as the crust. As the dough. And they make the oh. pizza on top of that. Oh my god. Yes. Some people start call, say, but that's a chicken parm. Some are saying, no, it's 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 a chicken crusted pizza. Now they're calling it a chicken parm pizza. Okay, they compromised on it. Yeah, I, I kind of want to try that. <sighs> yeah. I think Mako gave us an interesting set of articles tonight. Mm-hmm. And for the fact that she... I agree. <laughs> and the fact that she pulled this together at the very last minute, bravo. All the applause. Yes, but still. But still. Anywho, we're going to take our last break and then wrap things up. Sounds good to y'all. Sounds good. Sounds good. Awesome. We'll be back.
I think we did a really good episode tonight with good audio quality, despite other people saying it wasn't as snuff, so I will check the playback later. So, And also, there's a quite interesting discussion about the Italian New York, New Jersey accent going on on my Facebook, so... Oh, God. No, it's actually a good discussion. Nothing bad. It's all good. You should pop in there and check it out. So if you like what you heard, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. So if you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We want to know what's up. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com where we post cosplay articles, tutorials, anime reviews, convention reviews, links to our photo galleries and videos, and our podcasts and editorials and other interesting things. And also, you can find our podcast not just on our, week, our website every week. You can find it on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Groove, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and the VOD Network Forums. We post it every week, so definitely stream by and check that out. And if we ask, we, we ask if you check out a podcast or other sites and you see they have reviews, maybe also if you leave a review for us, we'd appreciate that. So also check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash anime jam session TV, where we post our link our convention videos. Um, I'm on a bit of a delay right now because my video card is acting odd, so I am going to hold off on that just a bit. So hopefully that'll be rectified soon. Twitter. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Uh, follow us in for updates on our website, our podcast feed, conventions, and other cool stuff. Definitely follow there. And our Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. Follow us there for all everything from in a, not in a Twitter form, but in a full page format. And I do want to say to everybody who follows our social media pages, who subscribes to our podcast, everything, thank you so much for your love and support. We couldn't do it without you. As long as you continue to like the show in some way, shape, or form, we're going to bring you more content. But we're not the only geek podcast on the VOG network, so you definitely want to check out the Starboard Power Coupling podcast, the Geek Card, Bobby Blackwell Show, Orange Lounge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wow, Ranger Pride, Game Boy, and Hooked on Bond. Huh. So now we're going to go around the room for last words. Last words, Ari. Uh, speak, going back to my fantasy football league, I'm the only one who gave my team name a proper city a, a proper city and nickname format for it, so I'm kind of out of, I'm kind of uh, boned on this one. Mm. Wild Spice. Yay! Three days off this week because of my schedule switch. <laughs> my last words. I'm going to quickly edit the podcast and look for some of my old computer boxes to fill out some information. So that's it. End the list. We'll be back next week with our Town Hall podcast, so stay tuned and enjoy. So, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Wild Space. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Say good night, Wild Spice. Good night, Wild Spice. You've been hanging around Mako Chan a little bit too long. <laughs> <laughs> good night, y'all. Good night.
This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressed on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!